<clears throat> Hi folks, it's Andrew here. I'm back for another episode of the Rewild Adventure Fitness Podcast. Um, it's been a little while since I've been on, um, but I want to concentrate today on nutrition and specifically on protein. Um, how much protein you should be getting in your diet, um, depending on whether you're sedentary, um, active, trying to build muscle, trying to lose weight. There are obviously lots of different approaches to this. And also, we'll look at um, what types of protein you should be having, uh, like clean proteins, um, proteins for um, different diet types, and we'll look at some options for you. Uh, So, let's get into this. Now, diet is obviously quite a big big topic. Uh, Nutrition, diets, all of that stuff are... Um, quite contentious, I don't think of a nice way to put that. You can say to somebody, I'm, I'm eating this, I'm doing this diet, and it's never going to be an easy, an easy conversation to have with people because everyone has their own opinions, everybody has their, their own prejudices as well. It's quite sad really how people are prejudiced against um, certain diets, certain ways to eat. But what I want you to think about is Diet as the food you eat, not the thing you do. Over the last 30, 40 years, the word diet has been synonymous with crash diets, fad diets, named diets, all of those things, which, to be honest, are, I think, pretty dangerous. I think your best way forward is to balance things yourself. Find a Find a level of eating, a level of nutrition that works for you. Um, always a little bit reticent with the word diet because it does have these negative connotations. But your diet is essentially everything that you eat, everything you, that you drink. So you need to have that nice and balanced. Um, starting off, try also to think about this in a weekly basis rather than a daily basis. So of course, if I said to you, right, every day you are going to have 16, 1700 calories or, or whatever it's going to be for you every single day, you're probably going to be a little bit more stressed trying to balance that than you are if I say you're going to have 10,000 calories in a week. And you can do it really any which way you want to. Obviously, assuming you're having healthy foods, you can have a bit of a mix, of course, but you try and stay stay healthy with that. But that weekly balance is a lot easier to manage than a daily intake. Now, getting on to the topic in point, the proteins. How much protein should you be having? Now, this is a... I find this a very difficult one for people. Most people are not getting enough protein. Um, Even if you think about it as well, even if you are sedentary... You, the recommended amount is um, 0.8 grams of protein per kilogram of body mass. You might, you might not think that's a lot, but this, bear in mind, this is someone who's sedentary, someone who's not active, not training, someone who sits at a desk all day, gets in their car, drives home, sits in front of the TV. So think of someone who's 80 kilograms, for instance, and they're having 0.8 grams of protein. That comes up with 64 grams of protein per day. Now, when you 
When you think about how much protein is in, say, a chicken breast, we'll see exactly how much they need to eat. I'm just going to quickly look that one up. So 31 grams of protein in a chicken breast. So if that person looking for 64 grams of protein, it's going to be two and a bit chicken breasts. And I can almost guarantee you that most of these sedentary individuals are not having 64 grams of clean protein in a day. They might hit the protein levels, but probably not in a good way. So like I said, this is 0.8 grams of protein per kilogram of body fat for someone who is sedentary. Now, if we look at people who are more active, like your general gym goer, someone who wants to maintain their, maintain their shape, maintain their muscle mass, you're looking at around 1.6, I'd say even 1.2 to 1.6 grams of protein per day. So if we look back at that 80 kilogram individual and have 1.2 grams of protein per kilogram of body mass, I did that completely wrong. So 80 kilograms at 1.2 grams of protein. 96 grams of protein. So you're looking at um, three good-sized chicken breasts on there. Now, if you are good with preparing food and you really know what you're having, that, and you're committed to your goal, it might, might not seem like that much to you, but it is, it's, not, it's not insignificant here. And I'll challenge you to look at what you're having each week to see how much you're actually getting in. So this is your average sort of gym goer. So that's when you're on 1.2. And then we got to the 1.6. Of course, you can do all these sums yourself. But so the 1.6 grams of protein comes out at 128 grams. So this is for someone who's a little bit more active, who wants to help their muscles recover a little bit more to keep that nice toned shape. 128 grams of protein per day. It's getting pretty significant here, pretty hard to get up to those levels. Now, we're going to up this, up this even more. If you want to build muscle mass or lose fat, this is the part that's probably going to surprise you. If you want to lose fat, you want to be getting over 1.6 grams of protein, over 1.6 grams of protein per kilogram of body mass. So over that 128 grams for an 80 kilogram individual. And why is it that the protein intake, a high protein intake is going to help you lose weight. Now that one is pretty interesting. Well, I certainly think it is. So there are so many, there are many reasons why the high protein diet makes it easier to shed, shed the fat, but there's some couple of key points which we got here. The main one, protein really does help you feel full for longer. When you feel full for longer, you're, very, you're far less likely to overeat. You're far less likely to gorge on any snacks, any, um, any high-carb things, high-fat foods. You're more likely just to be quite comfortable sitting with that protein. Also, protein does make you feel... It, it, actually, to be honest, protein tastes a lot better for me as well. If you're training hard, you will crave the protein. You'll recover better. Um, now, another point is... We all know muscles are built with, generally with protein, the amino acids. So protein does preserve your lean body mass. 
And a great lean body mass does generally equate to a higher metabolism, and a higher metabolism will burn calories faster, which will lead to weight loss. Now, a pretty cool one here. If you think of how, think of food, you're, you generally think of food as containing calories. But depending on what food you have will also allow you to burn calories whilst it is being processed. And protein has a high thermic effect of the food, which means it takes up more calories to burn the protein than fats and carbs. So the more protein you eat, the more calories you burn up by processing that into energy. And a pretty cool one here is that protein is harder to store as body fat than carbs and fats. It's a much more complex um, transformation to get protein into body fat. So get your protein in. There's a pretty cool blog post on here from the um, National Association of Sports Medicine. Check it out. It's in the, it's, um, I've got a link here on the blog. So get your proteins. Don't muck around in um, just craving it, just charging it for the carbs and the fats. Now, protein types. This one, depending on what you like, can be pretty easy. Um, let's look up the best types here. So depending on what you what you actually like will depend on what you're having. Also, depending on what sort of diet you have, whether you are, whether you have any allergies, any um, any aversions to certain foods. For instance, if you're allergic to dairy, you're not going to be having Greek yogurt. If you're allergic to eggs, you're not going to be having eggs. Um, if you do not eat meat, then pretty obviously you're going to get your um, protein from other sources. Let's start off with your general individual who can have dairy, can have eggs, have to eat meat as well. I find generally the cleanest, the cleanest um, high-protein diet will involve eggs. Eggs are phenomenal. They've got a, a great source of protein, a lot of vitamins, minerals, fats, and antioxidants. They're pretty amazing, and there are... A lot, there's a lot of research that has completely debunked the idea that eggs are bad for you and that they do raise your cholesterol. I've actually found, um, personally, one of the biggest ways to raise your cholesterol is to not sleep enough. And going to bed on a stomach full of crappy foods is a great way to not sleep enough, which will therefore increase your cholesterol. So fill up with protein, you will sleep better, and stop worrying about eggs. Um, looking through, you've got, um, if you're looking at a plant-based protein, almonds are pretty good. They also do have a lot of fat as well, but almonds do have quite a lot of good protein. So actually around um, 6 grams of protein for 28 grams of almonds. So it's not, not too bad. So when you think of eggs, though, you've got... Um, one large egg is 6.3 grams of protein, so 50 grams. So they're, they're pretty good there. Now, boosting up, I mentioned the chicken breast before. The chicken breast is fantastic here. So half of, of an average-sized chicken breast, a whopping 26 grams of protein. 
Now, these, these are brilliant. So if you can, go for it. Now, if you are veggie um, you can get, and you eat cheese, you can get quite a chunk of, um, of protein from your cottage cheese. Um, personally, I'm not a big fan of it, but hey, do what you can. Um, there are many high-protein cheeses here. They also do have a lot of fat, so you've got to be aware of that, not just gorging yourself on it. So, it's got here, one cup of cottage cheese gives about 28 grams of protein. So again, a whopping amount there. Um, cheddar has quite a lot of protein as well, as does mozzarella. And if you can't have um, actual dairy, you can have goat cheese as well. I don't have the figures for the amount of protein in it, but again, they will be very good. Now, here is a favourite, certainly a favourite among many, many of the um, millions of fitness influencers around the world right now. Um, Greek yoghurt. Great for a snack. Berries and Greek yoghurt, certainly blueberries and Greek yoghurt. You get the antioxidants of the blueberries, you get the protein from the Greek yoghurt. Um, it's not, if you have the plain Greek yoghurt, it's even better if there's no sugar in it. It is, it's not very sweet, but hey, you've got the blueberries there, you don't need it. So if you have a 200 gram container, it's around 20 grams of protein there, so it's pretty fantastic. Um, so let's move on to some of the, the other ones. So we get, if we go on to a vegan side, you've got lentils. Lentils have a ton of, um, of nutrients. Um, you've got lots of fiber, folate, magnesium, potassium, iron, copper, manganese. Uh, we're not going to go into what all of these do for you right now, but they are fantastic here. Um, now for the protein, so at 100 grams of lentils, it give you about 9 grams of protein. So you are going to need to have quite a lot more. Uh, well, shall I start that again? You're going to need to have a bit of a larger portion to get your protein levels up, but they are there. It, you do have available proteins there. Um, quinoa. It is a seed, not a grain. So it is a little bit better for you. Again, rich in fiber, folate, copper, iron, and zinc. And it has more protein than, than you'd expect. So a cup of quinoa will give you around 8 grams of protein. So again, you're going to need quite a lot of it to get a high level of protein, but it does help. Um, right, let's have a look through another one. There are a couple of funny ones here, like pumpkin seeds. A quarter cup of pumpkin seeds gives about 9 grams of protein. So all of these things you can add into your diet to up your protein levels. If you don't fancy eating the meat, there are plenty of alternatives. Um, now, peanuts and peanut butter, they are, they do have a little bit of protein in them. They're not the protein superfood that has been banded around. They do have a huge amount of fat in them. Um, so a one ounce serving you've got here is about seven grams of protein. So again, you need a lot of a lot of peanuts to get you to a high level of protein. Um, now, personally, I eat pretty much everything. One of my favorites, one of my favorite ways to get the protein in is beef, which lean beef has a ton of protein. So like a three ounce or 85 gram serving gives you 25. 25 grams of protein so it's a good chunk there try and get grass-fed if you can afford it if not just try and get the best you can um, 
obviously going for the healthiest diet can be very expensive but just try and try and go for the best you can each time and fish we're lucky enough to live in a little island here so there is plenty of fish around um and all types of fish are very high in protein um like as half a salmon fillet 124 125 grams for the fillet gives about 30 grams of protein and cod if you go for a full cod fillet around 180 grams provides a whopping 40 grams of protein so fish is phenomenal so any of you pescatarians um, get as much fish in as you can all of us to be honest need to have a lot of fish the omega-3 is in there the the fish oils are, fin- are fantastic to help keep you healthy um, definitely for heart health and they're very low fat as well and they also have minerals like iodine selenium which are great to help your thyroid function and um, vitamin b12 which is great for energy so i'm not going to go through every single type of protein here but this gives you a good idea of what you can have um and again the main thing you can do don't worry about it just start upping your protein level you will thank me it'll give you more energy and it will increase your metabolism and if you up it enough like i say over 1.6 grams of protein per kilogram of of muscle mass per kilogram of body weight sorry it's going to help you lose weight it'll help you lose that body fat and if you are not trying to lose weight and trying to trying to gain muscle get that protein in again above that 1.6 grams it will help you carve out any remaining body fat you've got and you will increase your muscle mass as well now caveat for all of this yes i am trained in nutrition but i am not a medical expert i've gone for this is re- this is mainly down from research and life experience what i'm looking at here so if you have any medical issues with nutrition speak to your doctor speak get um get medical advice first but if you have any questions about nutrition at all give me a shout i'll pop a link down in the in the in the description for this um, podcast you can get in touch with me you'll have all the information you need with websites etc etc give me a shout and don't forget to check out the six-week challenge that we've got going. You'll see the link that I've put down. We've got some amazing results already from people, even, even just three weeks in. Check out the six-week challenge. It is super, it's super affordable. And if I say so myself, it's pretty awesome. Anyway, let me know what you think about this. And also feel free to drop me a line for what other stuff you want to see on the podcast. Cheers. Bye.